Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. It is time to get caught up with the cards. This is your Believe in St. Louis Cardinals podcast, part of the Believe Podcast Network. I'm your host, Jason Kurtz. On the show today, Arenado and Alex at the ASG. Yachty skips the Midsummer Classic on his birthday and growing the game globally from the Far East to the land down under. We're going to get to all of that, but first a segment, nuts and bolts, just kind of where we are, where do things stand for our beloved Redbirds. 47 and 47 as we speak, that is 500, and that is mediocre. Redbirds are in third place in the National League Central, game back of the Cubbies, whom they play this evening. They're eight and a half back of the Brewers, and they are seven games out of the wild card. Um, But you know what? A win tonight versus the Cubs, and we get a tie for second place with the Cubs. Keeping in mind, this was a team that was in fourth place not that long ago. So getting up to second place, what does that get you? Well, not a whole hell of a lot. However, optics, energy, momentum, it helps. Redbirds are 6-4 and four in their last 10. They've ripped off three straight wins. Now, of the six wins, we said they won six of their last 10. Of those six, well, four of them came against the Giants. They played them twice recently, three times before the All-Star break, three times after. Each time, they took two of the three and won both series. And again, the Giants have the best record in all of baseball. So, momentum, trending in the right direction playing decent enough baseball to keep them in the conversation as we speak. But there is still lots of meat left on the bone if we want to see this season move into the fall. Now, the aforementioned All-Star game. Alex Reyes, Nolan Arenado both represented the Redbirds. Let's start with Nolan. You know, he started the game at third base. Obviously, he's very comfortable at the hot corner, especially in Colorado where he started his career. He had one at-bat. He grounded out, and that was in the bottom of the first. So not a ton to say about that. Did get a lovely ovation from his former hometown faithful prior to his at-bat. On defense, though, you know, he made a remarkable play, and it's almost remarkable for how unremarkable it was for him. In the box score, Marcus Simeon, infield hit, Aaron Judge scores, one zip, American League. That's what the box score will say. But if you watch the play, and, you know, fans of the Rockies who had the pleasure of watching Arenado play for many years, fans of the Cardinals who have seen him quite a bit this year, are very used to seeing him do this. It's a slow roller, charges, comes in, bare hand, momentum, carries him into foul territory, throws over to first base. Now, the runner beats it. You know, there were no outs, so the run was going to score no matter what. But, you know, watching Arenado make this play... The throw, when I say that he hit the first baseman in the chest, I play catch with my kid all the time. I'm like, hey, hit me in the chest. Can you make me not have to move my glove? Of course, he says, which means he's going to probably airmail it into the street, break a window, or bang me in the shins. But Arenado, you want to talk about hitting the glove while falling into foul territory? His skill set at third base is so high, it's such a joy to watch, Nolan Arenado can hit the glove. And that play right there in the All-Star game just sort of epitomizes. He made it look so effortless. And yes, it was a base hit. And yes, a run did score. But 
It's so impressive to watch him out there. And, you know, on the Arenado note, he's been asked frequently during the break about staying in St. Louis. Uh, you know, the team's been scuffling a bit. They're down in the standings. Cards fans are nervous. He has an opt-out in his contract. Here's what he said. This quote is probably going to help put some of those concerns at rest. Quote, I love it here, so I plan on staying. It's funny how people freak out about that stuff. I plan on being a Cardinal for the rest of my way out. I want to play with Wayno and Yachty again. I hope they come back. I love it here. I want to come back. I don't want my Cardinals career to be a one-year thing. I came here with the incentive of trying to help this team win for a while. If it doesn't work out this year, it doesn't mean it can't next year or the following. I plan on being here. It's been a great relationship. I see a lot of great things coming. So if you're a Cardinals fan and you're a fan of Nolan Arenado and you want to see that marriage continue, that quote has to make you feel pretty good. Uh, by the way, you hear uh, Arenado shout out both Yachty and Wayno. Some of my frequent listeners, Scott S. from Philly and my father, Gary K. from Massachusetts by way of New Jersey. They have told me, you know, too much Wayno and Yachty. My dad went so far as to say he doesn't think the Cardinals season is going to hinge on what Wainwright and Molina do this year. I don't wholly agree. I understand what he's saying. Other guys are going to need to pitch. Other guys are going to need to hit. Uh, so agree to disagree, though, because I think Molina and Wayno remain very important. Scott, you know, Scott S. from Philly, he was pleased I got some Bryce Harper in a few weeks ago. You know, my dad probably wants me to try to weave some sort of a narrative that includes both Mickey Mantle and Derek Jeter, which I could do, by the way. Nonetheless, though, when Arenado, who's been on the team for about a half a year, knows who the heartbeat of the club is, that tells you something. Now, as for Reyes, the second and only other Redbird at the All-Star game, you know, pitched two-thirds of an inning, gave up a hit, struck out a guy. He came in with a man on, worked out of it. Basically a microcosm of his season so far. By the way, on Saturday, Reyes, 24th consecutive save to start his career. That's a major league record. So, you know, it's great to see Reyes in the All-Star game. It's great to see Reyes doing big things on the mound. He's a guy that's had a ton of adversity. He's fought back from Tommy John surgery. And what's really nice um, about a, an event like the All-Star game, a national telecast, you got guys like Joe Buck and John Smoltz, guys, by the way, with some ties to St. Louis and Cardinals lore. But you hear them talk about Reyes. It's one thing to hear, you know, the local broadcasters talk about Reyes night in and night out. But when you hear the big guys sort of put him on a national stage, talk about his comeback, the Tommy John surgery, it's a bigger deal. It's how a guy like Reyes goes from being, you know, a Cardinal fan favorite to more of a household name. Again, we know that Reyes has designs on moving into the start of the rotation. He has that kind of stuff. He has that kind of ambition. For now, though, he's in the back end of the bullpen. He's done a great job. 24 of 24 to start the career for saves. Um, you know, when he got the show out a little bit in the All-Star game, which was, which was really nice. Now, what I was hoping we'd see was Reyes get a chance to pitch to Yachty because that would have been really nice. Obviously, these guys are teammates. Molina, the elder statesman. Reyes, sort of the young up-and-comer, even though he's been around for a while. We're finally getting a chance to see what he can do. Yachty was elected to the All-Star game as an injury replacement for Buster Posey. That was his 10th nod. We talked about it a few weeks ago. But Molina decided against playing in the All-Star game. He needed to rest his ailing foot. This tells me everything I need to know about Molina. We have a guy, he turned 39 on Tuesday, plays the most grueling position in the game. He could have gone to the All-Star game, celebrated his birthday, 
The younger players all look up to him. He's most likely headed to Cooperstown. It would have been a really special day for him. Soak up the attention. Enjoy the accolades. Maybe he catches an inning. Maybe he doesn't. But he said, no, I'm not going. And, and you know, and not because he's too big for the All-Star game or anything like that, because he wanted to skip the game and rest his foot so he can be ready for the second half. For a team, by the way, that right now is way out of playoff position. It just shows you that Yachty is always focused on the team, okay? What's most important to him is being as healthy and productive as possible for the Cardinals. He passed on the All-Star game and all the fanfare. Could have celebrated his birthday right there in Colorado with the stars of the game. Instead, he says, you know what? I'm going to rest my foot. This could be his last year in the game. It would have been his last All-Star game, but he skipped it. In favor of getting ready for the dog days of summer, he is, you know, a guy that loves the grind, as we said, plays the toughest position in the game. I'm sorry, Scott. I'm sorry, Gary. I'm with Nolan Arenado on this. Yachty is important. He will always have a place with the Cardinals, and he will always have a place on this podcast. Now, last note on the All-Star game. I'm not going to get into Stephen A. Smith's comments. I don't think it does anybody any good. I generally like Stephen A. I think he's smart. Obviously, he knows a ton about sports. He's always prepared. He's incredibly well-read. He's great TV. Uh, This probably wasn't, you know, his best moment, talking about players speaking English, not speaking English, being the face of baseball, etc. What I will say, though, watching the All-Star game on Tuesday, the game of baseball is young and it's global. And if you're running Major League Baseball, isn't that what you want? To grow the game, keep fans interested, entertained, keep young athletes on the diamond, not the lacrosse field, the hockey rink, the basketball court. Look, I, you know, nothing about those sports. I love them all. But from a baseball perspective, this is what you want. Tatis Jr., Otani, Vlad Guerrero Jr. The, these guys are exciting. They're doing stuff we've never seen. Otani is a legit two-way star That never happens. If he's keeping fans interested, that's what you want. You know, you don't want a bunch of Joe Mowers out there. Nothing against Joe Mauer. Fantastic player. Hopefully ends up in Cooperstown. But you want to talk about vanilla? And also, nothing wrong with vanilla. Vanilla wins your championships, as Tim Duncan proved. He's in the Hall of Fame. Tom Brady, pretty vanilla. At least when you compare him to Patrick Mahomes or... Lamar Jackson, Aaron Rodgers, etc. Brady may be the greatest ever. So nothing wrong with being a little vanilla. But if you want to market the game, increase TV ratings, put butts in seats, sell tickets, sell merch, Otani is the guy you want out there. Same with Tatis Jr. and Vlad Guerrero Jr. The game is youthful. The game is global. The winning pitcher was Japanese. The save went to a dude from Australia. And the MVP is Dominican. Look, if I'm Rob Manfred, commissioner of baseball, my smile is ear to ear right now. That all-star game is great for the future of baseball. The game is in good shape. It's global. It's youthful. It's exciting. Uh, And I think Stephen A. missed on this one, depending where he was really trying to go. I think that what you saw out there was great for the game, great for fans, and great for the future of baseball. Now, specifically our Redbirds, second half. We got three big ones with the Cubbies coming up this week. Then we got the Reds and then the Indians, so some Ohio flavor. 
coming down the pike. Uh, I just did a cursory glance at the schedule, though. I'm looking for the Brewers. That's where we need to make up the ground. You got to play the team in front of you in the standings. You got to pick up some games by beating them head-to-head. And there are no games versus the Brewers this month. And there's only three in August. So where are all the games with the Brewers? They're in September. That's what I found out. The Cardinals will play the Brewers 10 times over the course of 27 days. Three separate series, including the final three games of the month. And then there's a couple more games in October. So those are versus the Cubs. But my point being on that note, when did the season get so long? September and October, and we're still playing regular season games? Crunching the numbers, I feel like the World Series is going to be in November at this point, almost guaranteed. Uh, But for the Cardinals, if they're going to make a run, that's where it's going to happen in September. The goal at this point right now, the next couple weeks, stay alive, stay in contention, stay healthy, avoid any major losing skids. Maybe the rotation gets healthy. Hopefully Flaherty comes back strong. And as we head into September and the leaves change and the ubiquitous apple picking trips are scheduled for those of us with families or those of us who just love Instagram, you know, keep your eye on the Cardinals. September, 10 games versus the Brewers. That's where it's going to have to happen. That will be the month to decide the season. So more on that next time, plus a deeper look at a pair of series with some AL Central clubs. That's all next week. But until that time, I have one thing to say and one thing only. Hashtag Go Redbirds. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.